Welcome. That's a great question. <laughs> and for those who are listening this week, Holly and I are in the same space. So I'm so used to like actually seeing her on the screen. So if the pauses are extra, you know, just getting used to seeing her in, in the in physical my, space. In my brace space. So she's trying not to laugh at me. <laughs> no, not at all. But no, that's a good question. What does savings even mean to me? Um, so I think for me, savings means that I have money allocated that allows me to allows me to feel comfortable in the sense of like, for instance, if anything were ever happened with my job, if um, I wanted to go on a vacation, if I wanted a certain thing, I have extra money set aside outside of my spending money. I know based on Investopedia, it defines savings as being referred to money that a person has left over after they subtract out of their consumer spending from their disposable income over a given time period. Um, that's what savings means to me. And I feel like that definition makes sense as well, like leftover money. But curious, Holly, what does savings mean to you? Yeah, um, exactly the same boat, Leah. It's my cushion if I to feel comfortable uh, if anything happened in my job or like you said, we're homeowners or something happens with the house. I just yeah. had to buy windows for my house. I have savings to be able to do that. Um, as we, I've never really dug deep into like what savings looks like for the rest of America. Mm. Uh, and it was very concerning when I started doing more research on it. Uh, so according to research done by Zipia in February, 2023, 42% of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in savings as of 2022. The average American savings account balance is forty five hundred dollars. Um, between nineteen fifty nine and two thousand twenty two, the average U.S. savings rate has been eight point nine six percent, and the average household savings rate in the U.S. was only five point one percent in the second half of twenty twenty two. Those are all concerning, you know. Like America has set us up to not have. A savings and I have a cushion to live a comfortable and healthy life in my opinion but one of the things that really shook me and kind of hit home for me was um that the average American only has 4,500 in savings however that does not take into account that the fact that 42 percent of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in savings and 49 percent are unable to cover a 400 dollar emergency expense if it were to happen today and that's sad because you think about that 49%, how many of them have kids, have a family? And if they can't cover $400 emergency expense, that's a hospital bill, that's, you know, food, you know, food rent, what it, you know, what if something happens? That's really sad. But that's also scary. Because if we go back to what we talked about last week, right, where we talked about consuming and how people spend and everything else, let's say someone's mortgage or rent or whatever you're listening to let's say what it's two grand a month and then by the time you add on expenses you're over that amount so how 
do you save more than a thousand? I know for some people they're like, oh, a thousand dollars isn't that much. But to your point, if the average American, let's say, make I don't know fifty thousand dollars a year, that's not even after taxes. Like that's yeah. before taxes. Yeah. Um, that's really hard. But yeah. that's also sad to your point because if, if you do have an emergency and you don't have a thousand dollars, you don't have four hundred dollars. Where are you getting the money for? Yeah. Are people choosing to have a broken finger or not have something they genuinely really need because they don't have the money? Well, debt. I mean, I'm credit cards. I'm sure that's yeah. where a lot of people that could be saving their money probably goes to, you know, loans or credit cards that they've had to take out to cover personal expenses, whether that is a hospital bill or it's something with their home or car or whatever, you know? So how do they, when they're taking out a loan or a credit card to pay for that, they're doubling it because interest is on top, you know, on top yeah. of your, what you're already paying. So, um, and kind of goes back to what we talked about too in our previous episodes of just not being educated on yeah. how to, you know, how do you save? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How how do you start that? And we talk a little bit about in our next episode budgeting, and I think it goes hand in hand, really. No, I agree, and I you bring up a good point because if people don't have the base education and knowledge on how to save, then to some people they're like a thousand dollars is great, and we're not downplaying that either. If the most you can save is a thousand dollars, kudos to you. The most you can save is forty five hundred dollars, kudos to you. But I think what Holly and I really are trying to do is not only educate others as well as educate ourselves is you can continue to move that goal back, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I know for sometimes, I don't know about you, when you started saving, I think for me, when I started saving, I was, I'll save a thousand. I never thought, oh, why don't you keep pushing this goal back? I kept just like saving for a really big moment or just, yeah, like a really big moment. And then I would use it. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to save for this vacation. And then the money I save, I use rather yeah. than being like, okay, why don't I like save for like multiple things yeah. at once? <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was the same way. Um, I have always been into cars and that was like my big goal was, oh, I'm going to save this much money so I can do this to my car. And then mm-hmm. I would do it. And I'd go, I don't have a savings. I'm about to build it back up rather than just continuing to do it like you're saying. Um. When did you start saving? I mean, I started saving the concept as a kid when I would want something from the store and I would get a small allowance. But I think being smart about my savings and actually really, really saving probably wasn't until I got married. Um, A lot of people, I don't know if you know it's not, but Nick and I paid for most of our wedding by ourselves. So it was a matter of like, not only was I paying for my wedding, I was also trying to pay for somewhere to live because <laughs> I <laughs> I am a sucker and I love my mom, if you guys can't already tell. Um, and I love my mom until I got married because, like, she's the best. Like, um, So I had, I had to save for a place to live as well as, like, getting married. Yeah. So I think that's when I started to save and just be more conscious of it, like, be better at it. What about you? I know you mentioned, like, you save for cars. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't say, and that wasn't smart saving by any means. <laughs> I mean, it brought me joy, but like it wasn't, you know, wasn't the smartest. I wouldn't say I 
I didn't start like saving proactively, if that's the right terminology for that, um, until I was about 25 and I got like my, like an, a job where I could, I was making enough to actually save yeah. where like all my, you know, all my money wasn't going to bills or cars. <laughs> um, you know, I had extra money to, to do that. Um, and you know, being in a sales job helps with that. You get commission checks. Yeah. So, um, that was nice. So I was about 25, 25, 26 when I really started understanding the concept of like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to build my savings. And, you know, yeah, I have a goal every year of like multiplying it by a certain amount of money. Uh, so yeah, I'm getting better, not the best still to this day, but I'm better than I was when I was 20, 25, 24, 25. I mean, we're all getting better. Like that's, what's important, but you brought up a good point too. You mentioned how, like when you started saving, how, um, you were like, you didn't start saving. You weren't able to really, really save until you started making enough money, like not only to cover bills, but everything else. And I feel like one piece that we really need to highlight is like inflation, especially because I don't know about y'all, but I feel post pandemic, like post 2020, like the cost of things just like really went up. And according to NBC News, inflation ticks up towards like 3.7%. And I know as the Fed continue to fight to tame the higher consumer prices, in this article, they also discuss how the persistent inflation contributed to the dramatic increases in interest rate over the last year and a half. So the Fed raised the rates from just above 0% in early 2020 to the current range of 5.25% to 5.50. And that's the highest since 2001. And I know in the previous episode, Holly and I kind of mentioned how the cost of food and just living is going up. So this does make it hard to save, but I don't think it's not possible. You know, it's hard to save, especially with the cost of everything going up. But I think there are ways you can definitely work around it and figure it out. I know we said savings can be hard. Life is expensive. I know, Holly, you've talked to me about this before, how like you save to the point where you were like afraid to live life. Yeah. Right. Like, so inflation's going up, you know, Holly is like a working gal, like the rest of us, you know, (laughs) but she was saving to the point where she's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go on vacation. I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we get, we, when you go into the store every week and you see the prices raising literally every week. That scares me to dip in, you know, take out a couple grand to go on a vacation that I've been wanting to take. Uh, Because what if something happens? I still have a mortgage to pay for. I still have a car payment. I still have, you know what I mean? Life still goes on, even if, you know, something happens. And, you know, unfortunately, with the tech industry, you know, it's (laughs) a little uncertain during these times. But so I... I still am really bad at it. I I have a lot of money trauma. Um and I I struggle to spend some of my savings. Um I do have multiple savings accounts. Uh one is like a specific house account where mm. 
that is where that's my emergency fund for my house and then my other one is like my emergency fund like fund for life or savings for life you know and that's the one that I can go into and pull and go on a trip but I have such a hard time like doing that I've been trying to be better um and I'm going to challenge myself probably not this year but next year to start rewarding myself that's one thing that I was reading was don't let saving for budgeting become unhealthy to where you're not enjoying your life yeah. reward yourself you know it's 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 hard to save these days as we've been talking about it's hard to save it can be sometimes hard to budget and if you can get somewhat of a grasp on it you should reward yourself I don't I mean don't get me wrong I do reward myself by going like have target trips <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's my emotional spending I in order for me, if I didn't go to Target as much as I do, I would have a little bit more in savings and maybe I'd go more comfortable to eat a uh, uh, more expensive vacation or whatnot. Um, but yeah, that <laughs> still some, something I struggle with and I need to be better about it because if I was to die tomorrow, would I be, you know, there would be things that I wanted to go do that I didn't do because I have such a unhealthy relationship with money and it, it's not spending it's being scared to spend it yeah I don't know if you are the same way or I mean you guys heard last time I have an Amazon problem but what I probably didn't say <laughs> is that uh I do save my money you know and I do it's it's interesting because I try to give myself a little bit more grace in terms of savings and when it comes to money for me in particular, uh, because I, I've been very fortunate enough where I have bought like two properties. I have been able to pay for a wedding. I have been able to use my savings to do different things. Um, so yeah, I would say I have, I have, I would say like my trauma when it comes to savings is more as I save for things and then, Ooh, I save for this thing. I should, I should do it. Um, or I, I, you know, love to travel and do certain things, but, uh, what I try to do, and I know we're going to get into this a little bit later is what helps me is, uh, I have a high yield savings account. And then I also will, um, put money in places where it is a little bit hard for me to get it taken out. And I had this conversation with, um, a few people the other day too, where they were, you know, you put money in places where it's hard to take it out. I'm like, I actually do already do that. Um, Cause I feel like if I can't easily access my savings then it's better. So I know for some people, they have their savings account tied to like their checking. Um, similar to you, I have like another savings account where it's requires multiple steps for me to get that money out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard to talk about these things. I feel because Coming from my background, I don't know any. I don't. I didn't know anything about putting savings in different accounts and mm -hmm. putting it here so you can't reach it. High yield, uh, you know, stocks, Roths, like. And obviously, I'm sure the people that only have don't even have four hundred dollars for an emergency expense don't understand that either. Uh, and it's it be a little intimidating, honestly. You know those. It's stepping into that that world is. I was intimidated at first. I'm still getting intimidated sometimes. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, 
having friends that know all of these things about stocks and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> but it, you know, you live and you learn. And I think that's the best way to go about with different types of savings, accounts, stocks, all that stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think to your point, we're all giving each other grace. We're all just like trying to figure out the best we can. I think another key thing when it comes to saving, especially for women in particular, is I said this before and I'll continue to say it because it's key is one of the biggest reasons women save less than men is because we earn less than they do. So according to 2021 data from the U.S. Census Bureau, women earned an average of 84% of what men earned when analyzing the median wage of a full-time job. The reasons for the discrepancy in pay and savings between men and women are systemic and complex, as we all know, but CNBC Select spoke with Catherine Ann Edwards, an economist and freelance public policy consultant, um, about some of these, like, hurdles and facing women trying to save so definitely recommend reading that article but we say it all the time but it is key people don't realize when men and women were doing the same job let's say you're making 70 you know maybe you're fortunate enough to make 70,000 a year and your male cart counterpart same experience same everything is making an extra $20,000 compared to you yeah they can save a little bit more um, and I think knowing those issues, that's why it's even, it's an even bigger deal for us to understand savings and what you can do with the money you do have. Holly mentioned high yield savings accounts. And we'll talk about like getting into high yield savings accounts as well, because that is something um, that I recently started saving using that I didn't use before. Um, but I want to circle back to one thing we were talking about before, Holly, when you were mentioning going on vacation and, you know, not being afraid to pretty much spend your money before you die. You know, like, should I spend it or can I take this money with me? Um, so what are some things that, like, you're saving for now? Um, so it's a house project, but on the side of our house is all grass and I want to put in all concrete like cement and just make the driveway bigger and uh, do new fencing so that's next on my list uh, after the windows which windows are damn expensive I don't know if you've replaced yours yet but brace yourself I was so surprised uh, when when I got the photo I was yikes uh, I only did half of them because my front ones didn't need to be redone. So I did the back parts that I mm -hmm. didn't know. And $14,000 for eight windows. Yeah. So rip to my savings account. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. It, it will be worth it. Um, so that's one thing I'm saving for. And that's like home-wise. But I try to save for something like personal too. Right now... It would probably be another vacation. Uh, that's something I want to start incorporating more and rewarding myself on. Um, I think it is important to go out and enjoy your life. I would like to take, you know, one where it's more of a road trip so we can bring the dogs. I think that would be really fun, especially I thought about just coming and getting like an Airbnb on the beach and mm. just being there for 
a week and just not worrying about anything and just letting the dog do their best life too. So that is on my personal savings uh, list. Hopefully next year I'll be in that place where I go we'll do it again. I could do it now, but it's I I just need to get over my money trauma <laughs> eventually. Listen, we all have some, so what about you? Is there anything that you're saving for that you're excited about or not so excited about? Not so excited about. Um what am I saving for? That is a really good question. Uh I it's very Holly knows I got bamboozled the other day, but it's fine. But I am saving for this fireplace insert. Um, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> of people bamboozling you because you don't know what's going on and quote you for a high price than you need to. Um, but yes, I am looking for a fireplace insert. So saving for that, especially after the quote I got from this scammer. Um, but I, can't believe that. <laughs> I know such a mess. But uh, we obviously want to talk about solutions too. We're talking a lot about savings and what we can do, just our experiences, what we're saving for, the different challenges when it comes to inflation, when it comes to um, the lack of how much women make compared to men. Uh, and I do want to circle back to the high yield savings account that Holly and I kind of quickly briefed over and just say what that is. A high yield savings account is a type of savings account that pays higher than average interest rates on deposits. Uh, I recently learned about a high yield savings account probably a few months ago from her first 100K, the influencer that Holly and I talked about before in the past. And you can make a high yield savings account. You just have to look at the different um, interest rates across a few banks. So SoFi has them, PNC has them. Definitely do your research in terms of which one has a high interest rate that you want to leverage. But yeah, what I like about them is the fact that you put your money in there and you just don't even think about it. And it doesn't have to be a lot of money. I want to clarify. I think sometimes when people think, oh, put it in a savings account. And Holly would love to pick your brain on this they're, oh, you must be putting like hundreds of dollars. No, you could put you could put fifty dollars in those. You know, you could put fifty dollars, seventy five dollars. If you have a hundred dollars, you can put a hundred dollars in per paycheck. I would say definitely start one, um, and don't be afraid in terms of the amount. Um, but yeah, Holly would love to hear when it comes to savings. What are some things that you do? to like help you save or you've saved for a lot of stuff before in the past as well. Um, I, so I start, I, I like the challenges. Mm. I like that little, like have a little competitor side come out of me and just like within myself, I'm like, okay. I I like the challenges. I think those are fun. It's a fun way to to save. Um, in the episode notes, I'm going to attach a link that goes through some of the common saving challenges um, that uh, a lot of people will start with. Uh, isn't there? There was like a girl on TikTok, a lady on TikTok, and she did like a a little tiny 
saving budget planner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I thought that was really cute. I didn't do that one, but um, some of the challenges that I have done. One is the uh, 52 week money challenge backwards. So basically, um, the typical 52 week money challenge is where you save a dollar for the first week to the second week and so on. And by the end of the year, you'll have $1,378. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn this challenge upside down and do it backwards. This is how it looks. So week one, you put 52, week two, you do 51, week three, you do 50, week four, you do 49, and so on. Um, and you decrease as you go on. Um, I think that one is really fun. Another one that I, when I was going through this, uh, doing some research on different challenges, uh, the eight-week vacation savings plan. That's the one that I'm going to actually start mm. doing. Um, you can complete this challenge in two months. And talk about instant gratification. With this challenge, you'll save $1,000 eight weeks instead of all year long. Um, so I'll put that in there. So how you can do that. That one is, uh, I think, would be fun. There's also like a holiday helper fund, which I love that because I am a gift giver. I love giving gifts. You do. Uh, so any type of challenge like that would always uh, be helpful. So that's something that I like to do when I am trying to save for something uh, gives me an end goal. Um, and I like feeling like I've accomplished something. So, um, like I said, I have, mul- I have multiple savings accounts. I have one for you. I don't touch. Yeah. I have one specifically for my home. And then I have one that is there if life happens. Yeah. So, yeah, savings, it's, it's stressful, though. <laughs> At the same time, I get stressed about it, and I, <laughs> I hate it <laughs> so much. Yeah, but it's, it's a part of life, and I think more people need to talk about just, like, savings in general. I feel like I didn't even start to ask my friends about, like, savings until I got older. Cause, Wait, we all work in the same jobs, but like, you guys are doing some things. I'm like, yeah, I've been saving my money. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me let me take a page out of, out of your book. Yeah. Um, well, what we talked about too previously of this should be stuff that is talked about in schools. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember watching my grandma budget her checkbook. Obviously, that's yeah. not really a thing anymore. But they never taught us how to do that type of stuff. So it's like, why at 25 was I just barely learning about it and starting from scratch because I didn't have parents that really knew how to do that. Um, I had nobody educating me on it. Yeah. So I, I don't, are they adding it to school curriculum nowadays? Do you know? So it's funny. I had this conversation with someone and yes. So they do like teaching them in certain school. I don't know if it's every school district, the school district I was talking to this friend, um, about their school district they do like they give the kids like a budget and like you know money and let them know like how to spend it um when I was in school I do remember that part they did give us a checkbook and we did practice like balancing a checkbook and like writing checks and all that stuff too but I think for me when I was just so young it was just hard to apply was that in high school when it's like you're you know should it should be implemented in our brain though it's probably in junior high during it was fourth grade yeah that's what i'm saying I'm like, 
And I was like, what am I doing practicing <laughs> checks of poker? Monopoly money. Yeah, like what? Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I think there should be something a little bit later. Um, I'll also say this too, and I know we're going to get into future episodes talking about like uh, investing and everything else there. But um, I also use Acorns, which is like really good for like using with your spare change and savings. So with Acorns, it's an app that you can download. And so you just like link it to your account. And any like remaining change that you have, it'll like go into um, your investment portfolio and like you can grow money that way. Uh, I had a really good friend tell me about that because I was wait, She's like, yeah, it's an easy way for me to save. Uh, so definitely try that out if that's something that uh, is, yeah, try it out if it's something that's interest to you. But I know Holly and I chatted about a few different solutions in terms of how you can go about saving, especially if you're not familiar. So quick recap, you can always start small. So if you have $5 a week or $20 a week, you start small. Lean into the savings challenges. Holly and I are going to link some of those challenges that she's done as well as that I've done as well. Consider opening a high-yield savings account. Once again, we are not financial advisors, so definitely do your research and figure out which account works best for you. And then another thing we didn't mention but want to highlight is if you can, if you get direct deposit, consider allocating a certain percentage of your paycheck to go automatically into a savings account. So instead of your check going 100% to your account specifically, consider allocating, you know, 10, 20% to go into a savings account that you can't necessarily touch and then have it go um, there. But I know we talked a lot about savings, which we love at the same time. It gives us a lot of trauma. (laughs) But before we close it out, Holly, is there anything else you want people to know? Don't be afraid to start. Mm. I think that's the hardest part is starting. Just any other habit, you know? (laughs) Once you start, I feel like it, even if it's a dollar, you said, it does not have to be, you don't have to have thousands of dollars in your savings account, Um, especially starting off. But there are fun and creative ways to get started and to make the most out of your savings, like high high yield savings account. And Acorns, I love that it just, rounds up mm-hmm. and pulls it into an account for me and those those ones are harder to go in and you know it's a little there are more steps to put it back into your account so it's going to sit there and continue to grow um but yeah just don't be afraid to start and again we are not experts in this so we this is a safe space this is a non-judgmental space uh we're just here talking about where we've come from and what we're doing now to try and build a better life for our future selves and families. So thanks for tuning in. And next week we'll be talking about budgeting, which goes hand in hand, hand in hand with savings. So stay tuned for that. All right. Bye. Bye.